0: The international game has me. The marks are Hello,
1: everybody, and welcome to episode 67 of Hope Darshan.
0: Hope Darshan.
1: Darshan! Episode number 67, Karan. I have an interesting name for jersey number 67.
0: Uh, any guesses before i give you clues i have zero i <laughs> have zero <laughs> idea this is no chance i know who 67 was
1: actually i think you will you will when i start giving you clues um, so there've okay. obviously been uh, very few players who won it two to be precise and one is some okay. dude k- named uh, mo becker who played for the detroit falcons i didn't even know that a team called detroit falcons existed uh, but that's wow. way back in 1947 when um, india was just getting its independence, so so yeah. <laughs> fair, fair few <laughs> years ago. But more recently, uh, it is a player that I would characterize as the ultimate Tom Thibodeau player. Who's the first one that comes to your mind? Uh, Taj Gibson. That's it. So, this, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> this is Taj Gibson's uh, number when he played or when he plays in Minnesota. I don't know if he's
0: Minnesota. still, still going to Yeah, be. he is. Yeah. Yes, that's a random number for Taj to pick, but that, cool, good for is, him.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I'm not even going to bother with 1967
0: finals, I'm just going to guess it's Celtics without verifying. Uh, I, 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 I don't think so, I think 67 was when they broke the streak, Koshik. Alright, I'm just going to quickly Google and have a look. I don't think so. I think this was the year that the 76ers took it.
1: That's right, that's right. Uh, so 1967 was the first year that the 76ers finally broke the streak they beat the San Francisco Warriors
0: 4-2 Yeah, and I think it was Will Chamberlain, right? That's right. You know your
1: history Karan. That's uh, it's pretty good it, I don't know if it would be better than how, how good Akshay Manwani's history was in that rapid-fire video Which was amazing by the way. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, not at all. I mean, he's 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 the man if you guys haven't yet checked out uh Frequent guest on Hoop Darshan and just the NBA India broadcasting star, Akshay Manwani. Check yeah. out his video on NBA India.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Alright, so before we get to our special guest section, Karan, we've got a few few different things to talk about Indian basketball. Uh, yes. Very quickly, uh, India's women's team played in the Williams, William Jones Cup uh, yeah. because they were the only team that was invited. Not to, or, or Actually, in the men's team was invited, we just chose not to go. Which is, yeah, which is even worse. I yeah, think. which is worse. <laughs> uh, so, they, they obviously played there, struggled, and are getting ready to play in the Asian Games. So, what can you tell our listeners about the women's team's uh, performances recently?
0: I mean, you pretty much um, r- wrapped it up. Uh, we, we sent uh, this, this, this was the women's team's first major international event since that huge win uh, of Division B a year ago
1: Wow, that's like so long ago.
0: That feels a long, long time ago, and and when when uh, the Splash sister Shreya Limai, hit the most epic shot to win the championship, and um, yeah, so this was like this was India's first major international event since then, mm-hmm. uh, and it was more or less the same team, um, at least of the youngsters. And Anita has moved on mm-hmm. uh, to to coaching now, um, so so people like Gina Skaria is now the captain. Raspreet Siddu is there, Shireen, Anjana Prasannan Um, And we didn't play very well, we lost all our games We were the weakest team in in the group So it it really was a a group, except for uh, China itself Mm -hmm. All the elite teams were there So Korea, Japan, uh, New Zealand, uh, Chinese Taipei had two teams Mm -hmm. So we did pretty badly, but um, I think it was great practice that we got this before the Asian Games began Um, Our Asian game group should be easier I mean actually we have we have two of the same teams, so we'll play Korea and Chinese Taipei again, mm-hmm. but we're also playing Indonesia and Kazakhstan and Indonesia are the, uh, the host team, so that's going to be a fun game, but we should be better than them. I hope we can beat them and Kazakhstan, we paid them a lot you know that's uh, uh, for our women's team that that's a very frequent rival and that's the team that we beat in the final of the Division B so they'll have some bad blood there you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh I I'm 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 looking forward to the Asian Games now they begin in about 10 days from the time you guys hear this.
1: Yeah. Uh and obviously the men's team aren't going do we do we need to rant about this and spoil the mood of the podcast this quickly?
0: No, we'll spoil the mood later. Okay. We'll we'll wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's that's just a little sneak peek of what's coming ahead. <laughs> um secondly uh this was this was an amazing like heartwarming sort of story to see Uh, across social media in the last couple of days. Um, India's junior teams or like the NBA uh, India Academy's junior teams are in Orlando at the moment for the junior NBA World Championships. So if I'm not mistaken, Karan, correct me if I'm wrong, um, the NBA academies all across the world have kind of picked a team to represent each one and they're all uh, taking part in this sort of world championship for those academies in Orlando. And also... I think the Indian team had lunch at Brook Lopez's place recently. This is that. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just as clarification, the the the, in the team isn't made of players who play at the academy. These are younger players, even. Okay. Uh, These are actually players who are like under thirteen. Some um, at some stage, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, the, the. the finals were at the academy to decide the Indian national team But these are the players who played in the reliance junior foundation right around okay. India. So so these are the top um, the, the academy games is a different thing actually then NBA academy India teams that played in in Australia recently, too mm-hmm. um, But yeah, you're right uh, These these little these kids are in Orlando having having a blast they're dancing around with Andre Drummond and having lunch with Brooke Lopez what the hell? We didn't have any of this when I was going. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and a so, shout out,
1: shout out to our uh, former coach Scott Fleming as well, who's I think in charge of the whole uh, yeah situation right now. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: always shout out to Scott Fleming. Scott yeah. Fleming, eternal shout out.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you have any any updates from what's happening in Orlando apart from Brook Lopez's uh, lunch and um, dances?
0: They'll uh, they'll begin the games today. The, uh, okay. Today evening, so uh, today, so we are recording this on seventh uh, of August, um, US, US morning time for me, uh, and US afternoon or evening time the the teams will start to play. So I think by the time we, you know, record the next episode, we should get some results.
1: Excellent, excellent. And finally, the India's under eighteen team, which has an amazingly high amount of social media exposure for some reason. Um, is in Thailand, currently playing the FIBA Asia Under-18 team. And they've actually pulled off a pretty massive win just a few hours before recording this.
0: Yeah, we just... We we finally beat a war-torn country. So, shout-out to... um, (laughs) We we beat Syria today after... and and, uh, This whole sounded way snarkier than it should. We've actually been really, really good in this tournament. You know, uh, in a three uh, uh, first-round games. India are in a group with uh, Chinese Taipei. Korea and Syria we nearly beat Chinese Tape we only lost by three points in the end and we will you know It was the usual fourth quarter jitters for us. We were like dominating this game, you know, yeah till then uh, Which was which was really impressive um, lost to Korea, but again, it was a, a Pretty good performance Korea just played out of their minds. They couldn't miss a shot. Yeah um, And
1: also I saw a few minutes of like for some reason it popped up on my Facebook live stream or something like that and Korea was literally playing full court press since the first yeah. minute, and yeah, it's they, they're going for it. Yeah. It's just a classic Indian thing. Like they, they sense that these smaller teams, you uh, co- know, in comparison, to Korea of course, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't, don't really have ball handlers or like point guards who can bring the ball up con- uh, consistently. So yeah. they just make make the most of it, and there's like three people on the first inbound pass and stuff like that. So um, Korea is difficult, but I, I'm really pleased to know that. Um, in in the other Chinese Epic game, they actually played really well, and of course, smashed Syria.
0: Yeah, and uh, so so Rajiv Kumar has really been the the breakout star so far here. Forty points yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, which was a tournament high against Korea. He had thirty two again today in mm-hmm. the win over Syria. Uh, Prince Pal Singh is in this game, who's likely to be the next great big man coming out of Indian basketball. Harshwardan mm-hmm. uh, Tomar, who played um, for a while in this academy in, in Italy, is there. So, so this is a good team, and um, I'm encouraged to see. So now we are in the playoff stage, the the pre quarterfinals, so to say. So if we win the next knockout game, we'll make it to the actual quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll fi- um, really at the time of your recording, we we can't really say more. We don't know who our opponents will be, but uh, hopefully by the time you guys hear this, there'll be some better news.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, just a quick question, Karan. So I I actually noticed the squads for this, and uh, I couldn't find our like um uh, one of the best like young players and like, probably one of the best nicknames in the big punjab is it uh oh yeah big punjab yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big big baby punjab big baby punjab which is amazing
0: So <laughs> <laughs> this uh, kid named aman sandhu is he is that yeah yeah. yeah yeah so aman plays for the um, nba academy team mm-hmm. he's he's still really young okay like when i mean really young he's i i mean uh, i think he's like 15 right now okay so so he actually played in the um, the nba academy games in australia Mm -hmm. and uh he's 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 got he's just basically baby fat this guy yeah you know um so i think he'll he'll show up he's gonna he'll probably play in the under 16s uh uh, the India's under-16 team whenever the FIBA Asia event happens mm-hmm. and by the next FIBA Asia under-18 he should. if all goes to plan he should be part of the team that's excellent
1: excellent stuff so it's actually good to hear that uh, some of our younger players they're coming through like a slightly more reformed system and they're, they're uh, usually when you know when these age players they go to um, Asian tournaments and stuff like that they can be a bit overmatched but it's really nice to yeah. hear that um, they're turning in better performances now
0: for sure for sure
1: Absolutely. All right. Uh, that, that rounds up the wrap up of uh, Indian basketball news. And Karan, can you tell our listeners who our guest for the podcast is?
0: Yeah. So, you guys have probably been, if you've been following Indian basketball at all on social media, you have been, you have the knowledge of the 3BL, the three on three basketball league that, that took off, um, not affiliated with the BFI at all. It's a separate an entity. And they got FIBA affiliation, and they have a lot of uh, really good players playing for them. And they, you know, um, they're basically going around the country playing in uh, three-on-three tournaments. So we decided to sort of help understand this up-and-coming league. Tell us more about it. We invited the commissioner of the league, Rohit Bakshi. I would like to have him on straight away. Um. So I want to welcome Rohit Bakshi on episode seven of Pukar. Pupers- Rohit is the CEO of YKBK Enterprise and the commissioner of the exciting new 3BL league. Um, and he has been long involved in Indian basketball and has played in the 3 on 3 circuit with Amjot Singh in Japan too, right? Uh, right, Rohit? Am I right about that?
2: Yes, 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 you are.
0: Um, and uh, and the 3BL has been going on for a couple of months in, in India. And I think this weekend is the fifth round in Bangalore. So before we get started, Rohit, uh, Tell us a little bit about your own background and it sounds like you're, you're at a
2: rave party or something, right? Now. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not at a rave party. I'm actually on my way back. Uh, there is uh, some festival going on so there's like a open music. That's awesome. Uh, uh, where are you right now? Are you in, in Delhi? Yeah, I'm in Delhi. Uh, I actually just uh, came to De- Delhi for uh, one of the meetings and now I'm going back to Gurgaon.
0: Okay. So, uh, so, so uh, are you from that area? Are you from originally from the Delhi NCR area,
2: Rohit? Uh, yes, uh, no, I mean... Uh, yes and no. I, I was okay. born and raised in Japan. But uh, my parents are from Delhi. And, uh, I mean, they moved to Delhi. Uh, and uh, my original... Uh, I mean, if you go a little beyond... We come from we come from Punjab. Okay. But uh, I was born and raised in uh, Japan. And uh, we have a house in Delhi, so we've been... We've been connected to De- Delhi for a long time.
0: Okay. So, uh, how did you get into uh, b- basketball? Because even um, e- even in Japan, basketball is sort of like a more niche sport, right?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, basketball in Japan is also a niche and also a minor sport. Yeah. So, uh, I started playing basketball when I was... Uh, I think I first picked up basketball at the age of 13. Okay. And... Uh, from there, my journey begun and uh, I played in Japan, I played in England, and then I played in uh, Jap- uh, Japan again. Uh, I played uh, professionally for two years. That was in uh, a ja- Japanese professional 3x3 three, three three league. Okay. And uh, then uh, we moved to India and then I wanted to do something from India. And then I, I've been trying to do... Hold on, one second. Uh, just let me just pass this.
0: Let the, let the party go on, it's fine.
2: <laughs> no no it's uh some uh street thing. anyway all right um sorry could you repeat that question again there yeah so, yeah so
0: I, i'm curious to know how you um how, how you sort of got into basketball in japan
2: you said you yeah. you played pro for a few years too yeah, so, I mean, I began as a junior high, I started because I was tall and uh, one of the coach picked me up and he, you know, you, you a d- I used to play football and okay. uh, I got too tall uh, for to play football and also, <laughs> but, uh, the school that I was in, uh, they didn't have a good basketball team. And okay. uh, the, the coach picked me up and he was like, you know, uh, you have a good height, uh, you should be playing basketball. That's where I started.
0: Mm-hmm. Were you one of the only, you know, Indian kids in that entire neighborhood?
2: Oh yeah, I mean definitely back, uh, I mean still Japan is not very friendly for Indian and uh, not, not many Indian go, go to Japan and mm-hmm. uh, back, you know, back in those days uh, we were, I mean I was the only foreigner, not just Indian, I was the only wow. foreigner in uh, 1000 students, you know? That's crazy. And, no. I, 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 and, and instead of cricket you chose basketball? <laughs> That's the one representative for India. <laughs> I know, I mean, cricket is something, in Japan, they have a baseball, so they don't even play yeah, cricket. Yeah, 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 I yeah never yeah. See, I never knew about cricket till I came to India nine years ago. Wow.
0: You missed out on a lot of stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. So so how did you get involved with, um, you know, the, the the Indian basketball players?
2: Like, Amjot and Amritpal went there, and then the this, this circuit begins with... Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, see, I, I, uh, I moved to India n- nine years ago, and uh, I actually came to India for the new opportunity. Then, uh, while I was playing in India here and there, I realized there's so much politics going on, and the actual uh, talent in India get wasted, and they don't get a proper opportunity. And uh, I realized, you know, there's like, so much uh, exposure that th- these guys could have and uh, well, one of the thing I wanted to do uh, I wanted to uh, I'm sure you're aware of a player called Inderbeer Singh
0: yes yeah is yeah, a former so... uh, guest on our podcast too oh okay
2: perfect yeah I met him in 2011 and then I immediately realized you know this guy has a talent and he should be playing professionally and uh, I, of course I've, I've tried few places and he was like so he kind of given up his idea of becoming a professional because of his height, or you know, in US uh, they didn't take him as a player, or or a lot of reasons. I, I tried for him in Japan, and then and one of and those teams said the same stuff. They were like, you know, he's not tall enough to play. We are only looking for a tall player. Then I started looking for a tall player in India. That's when I met Amjot and Amit Paul. Yeah,
0: and they. Um and it was a bit fortuitous because around this same time the 3BL World Tour started, you know, blowing up. It started becoming a real thing, you know? Um, and then, and you guys, your team, I think, uh, was it Hamamatsu?
2: Was the team for you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... uh okay, uh, uh, uh... We are actually... Talking between Amjot and Amrith uh, and... The, the team that they played, that was uh, called Tokyo Excellence. They yes. played wonderfully and uh, they won the cha- championship on the first year. Because of their success, Japanese schools started approaching me saying they want to have a student from India with a full scholarship. Then I start sending uh, kids to Japan. Uh, we sent three in high school and two in college with a full scholarship. And then, uh, you know... Uh, Fees paid, uh, education paid, transportation paid uh, and plus a few uh, some stipend for them so that, you know, they can survive in Japan and then they can get to learn uh, Japanese culture plus that they can get to play in Japan. Um, from there, uh, I met this person. He was like, you know, he wanted to do this in more uh, bigger scale. He was like, you know, what are you doing for the country? Let's do it in a bigger scale. So then uh, idea clicked me that, you know, We should be buying a team and then we should be representing Indian talent in in Japan so that, you know, more kids could have a uh, future in in Japanese school. That was the general idea. And uh, then uh, 2016 when we bought the team, uh, I I put together all Indian origin where Indirbir played. That was his first uh, professional career. Amjot, uh, that was his first 3x3 experience. Then we, uh, then we found uh, Bikram Jit Gil. He was he just graduated from uh, one of the u- university in the US. And Inderbeer recommended me and then we, you know, we sort of tried him out. So, we had Amjot, we had Bikram, we had Inderbeer and then myself. We four played in one team, in a team called Aglemina. So, in Japan, we used to call it Aglemina in a world, world tour circuit. Because in world tour circuit, you need to represent your team as a city that city where you're from. That's why it's called Hamamatsu. Hamamatsu is the name of the city. And uh, so we got the team. We, we won the championship in 2016. We, we we had an opportunity to go and play in World Tour. We played in Japan. We played in China. That gave us the opportunity to play in a World Tour final. And uh, you know the rest. Uh, once we completed that milestone, we Talk to FIBA and then FIBA gave us the exclusive right what I did for that club what I did did for an Indian origin they wanted me to do the same thing in India that's how this whole process started then we got the exclusive right from FIBA not just India but five more countries so yeah uh, South as Asia, a company, right? yeah, South. no not South Asia I would say it's a uh, India Indian subcontinent which includes uh, okay. uh, Maldives uh, Sri Lanka Nepal Bhutan Bangladesh and India
0: okay um,
2: <laughs> so we Does, uh. So, so, so you approached us, the FIBA approached you or did, FIBA, or did yeah. you go to FIBA, Idea. no FIBA approached us so one day cool. I, I mean I I mean that was completely out of the blue I didn't plan yeah. this I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to have a professional league for a long time in India but yeah. I was always uh, I mean you know the struggle in India was for a five and five because of there's a lot of complication. Five five mm-hmm. was not realistic. Then three by three came into picture, and then three by three is something which we played. Our vision was to you know go back to Japan in two thousand seventeen, and then again play and all that stuff. But then all of a sudden, I mean, I was I I remember I was uh, sitting home watching a movie with my with my wife, and uh, suddenly I get this phone call from a weird number. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. you know like that uh, one of those uh, you know. Uh, You know, uh, wrong number and stuff But I I just picked it up regardless Uh, When I picked it up There was a call from one of the secretary of uh, FIBA And then he said, uh, CEO wants to talk to you I didn't know Hmm. why he wants to talk to me But I thought maybe for the (laughs) next season or something And uh, then he said uh, He told me the entire story of how they were approaching for India You know, they were really happy with the performance of uh, uh, Hamamatsu and, uh, you know, if uh, I'm the kind of person who has the same vision as but Then I explained to him, this is something that I wanted to do. But, uh, you know, I, I've been having a lot of struggles in India. And then they said, we'll give you a full support. That's how we got this uh, exclusive right.
1: Excellent. Uh, Rohit, you kind of walked into the whole question that I was about to ask you about how um, the 3BL started and how it kind of got conceptualized and everything. So what can you tell our listeners about... Uh, Just how 3BL is structured, what are the teams? How did you kind of divide the talent and stuff like that?
2: Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So, let's come back to 3BL. 3BL, uh, we started in uh, this year as a professional league. But uh, I don't know if you remember, last year we did uh, one of the showcase events in September 16 and 17. That uh, That was a showcase event in Gurgaon. And the professional league as a season one, we uh, started this year. Mm-hmm. We started with 12 teams, uh, six players per team, four players plays and two as sub. And the structure is uh, we have a one international player, one elite player, and uh, two development players. Mm-hmm. Mm. When we say development players, uh, it could be a uh, national team players. It could be uh, you know j- just a player who came out from a tryout, uh, you know, open tryout. Or uh, somebody who has played three by three before, mm. but who is not at the elite level yet, but who knows, uh, you know, who's good at basketball, but who doesn't know three by three yet. Mm-hmm.
1: So, what are some of the challenges that you faced through this whole process that uh, you kind of look back and say that you know like th- these were these were some hard obstacles to cross.
2: Um, there are a lot of hard. Uh, there's a lot of hurdle that we are still going through mm-hmm. because we do it in uh, different cities. So mm-hmm. every city have their own taste. Uh, every city have their own culture. And, uh, you know, India is like a continent. It's not a country. So every single state yep. that you go, they have a you know different system, different people, different mindset, different way of approaching, different way of working. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, struggle from a ground level till uh, audience. Uh, when we did in Delhi, the day when we did it, that was the day of Sandstorm, mm-hmm. uh, and that became a nightmare. <laughs> we went to Azwell. That that was the middle of uh, World Cup. That was mm-hmm. an, uh, that was in, in terms of uh, o- audience point of view, not many people. I mean, still people. A lot of people turned up, but the kind of a, the the kind the kind the we were expecting, or the kind of uh, you know uh, uh, popularity or the or more engagement that we were expecting, he was like a one-tenth of it. Okay. We went to Calcutta. am with the uh, local uh, uh, vendors, it was, it was very hard to uh, pull off and it was really hard to get, uh, even uh, get a small, small things done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chennai was the first, I would say, Chennai, everybody was super professional. They were, every single person was so professional they had a pure love for the game and if, if they say they're doing something by this time they were completely on, on time it made our life so much easier so if you actually look at our four uh, past four rounds Chennai is the most organized one
0: <laughs> all, all, uh, all our Tamil listeners are nodding their head like we've been <laughs> telling you this for years <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely I mean you know I actually heard about it these guys are so warm they actually welcomed us uh, the, uh, and the Cra- craziest thing is their uh, basketball federation secretary of Tamil Nadu. He himself came. Wow. I mean, and he himself uh, is a basketball player. He made some shots. He he got he he uh, voluntarily engaged so much with us. I mm-hmm. mean we. I mean you know we got a lot of help from, uh, Azwell Federation, and mm-hmm. uh, we got so much help from the Tamil Nadu Federation. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping you know we'll get the uh, you know of support in Bangalore and Mumbai too. Mm-hmm.
1: Excellent stuff. What about what about the response from fans in arenas and stuff? I know you mentioned that in, in IZOL it was probably not as much as you expected, but um, just how are people taking the whole 3x3 three three experience? Are, are you seeing that they, they get excited with, with how it's uh, shaping up and everything?
2: Um. You see, uh, Delhi uh, because of a sandstorm, we didn't really get to uh, engage with a normal crowd. Mm-hmm. As well, they are like a pure sports lover. They are like yep. their football for them is a religion, and basketball is something that they they you know exclusively love. So mm-hmm. that was good in Ka- Calcutta uh, because we did in a mall. That was the first event that we managed to pull it off in a mall. Uh, the most of the crowd that we had was like a non-basketball fan, non-basketball players. Mm-hmm. Their uh, re- response was remarkable. They were sticking to it. We had about a uh, total Saturday and Sunday uh, combined. We had around uh, 200,000 people who who came in. That's and uh, that's about two luck, right? Yeah. So yep. 200,000 200, audience came in two days. And on Sunday, people were cheering for the... Dunk contest. The people were, you know, they wanted to be engaged. We did few. uh, So, you know, every round we have have, uh, audience engagement. These guys were like voluntarily coming in, you know, and uh, it was, you know, uh, the general idea of TBL is we wanted to bring a sports to a people, not people to a sport. That's why we do it in a mall. Event really, I mean, events, uh, event remarkably, and in Chennai. Chennai was. Uh, <laughs> Chennai was. Uh, there was. I mean, entire entire venue was packed before we even started. Wow. I think they knew that it's going to happen, and uh, and don't get me wrong, we are not doing any marketing on this uh, on, on these events. So the only marketing that we do is on on our social media. So it's not like we have a lot of posters or TV ads or you know stuff like that. But people still knew that you know it's going to start at 12. It was complete. We had about five thousand people waiting for us when we uh, when we opened our rounds in in Chennai.
0: That's that's amazing,
2: and know. you know
0: what you mentioned has been that's been the big uh, change and like positive development in, in Indian basketball the last ten years is that because of social media, you know, fans who are who are very specifically interested in basketball are able to find the community. You know, th- this then used to happen pre Facebook, pre Twitter, where you know. When I was young I was really I wanted to know more basketball but I didn't know where to go look for it. So mm-hmm. I think now fans who who follow Indian basketball pages are now very much in the know about this stuff, you know, and they and they can show up and support.
2: I agree. I agree. I think one of the biggest credit goes to Junior NBA, uh, NBA India. The these two entity has really changed the way people have uh, started uh, you know engaging with basketball. And uh, with a Satnam story going to NBA And then the, the way NBA popularized Satnam So mm-hmm. in India, mm-hmm. if you talk about basketball, it's Satnam Now yeah. Amjot is trying to do the same So he, mm-hmm. he, he's in the US trying to pursue for a NBA league this year And, uh, you know, so slowly people are starting to understand Basketball could be their career And now yep. 3BL coming in, it's giving them a better hope
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure
2: um, Rohit, like one of the early
0: sort of potential roadblocks that the 3BL could have had was pretty much as soon as you guys announced your league uh, on the same day the BFI sent out, the federation sent out a memo so, uh, sort of putting a ban on all um, on 3-on-3 three three players from playing 5-on-5 five five and 5-on-5 five five players playing on 3-on-3 three three, and essentially causing like this whole issue where players had to choose between one or the other has that like how, how did that ban, how did you take that ban when you first heard about it and, and how, how has that affected your talent pool since then?
2: Um, you see, uh, I have looked at 3x3 uh, three three from Japan point of view. So, if I give you from that that standpoint, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that did, really didn't uh, bother us much. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the main thing is, uh, uh, we need, see, player uh, need player needs to choose either they want to be a 5-on-5 five five player or they want to be a 3x3 player. It's like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, I feel that didn't really hurt us and then there are so many players who still turned up. 70% mm-hmm. of the players that we have is from uh, from India itself and mm-hmm. uh, then soon after that, I think, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but on 17th June, FIBA has launched, uh, there's a new ru- rule book called Book Six. According yeah. to that, uh, internationally, no federation can uh, separate player to play five on five or or restrict them to play on a three by three or a five on five.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
2: Oh, you saw that? All right. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. launched in uh, 17 June. So again, mm-hmm. a federation wanted to separate, but but I feel uh, see like if you are a developed country like a US, Japan, Germany. In those countries, because players have developed and they already have a system, it makes sense to do do it there. You know, to divide the player for five and five because they already have a five and five league, and then they have a three by three league. So you know, if the new sports comes up, you, you should be dividing your main player and then try to develop a, another sets of player. But a country mm-hmm. like India, which is a developing country and where we don't really have a professional circuit, uh, I feel uh, it's too early to divide players, but. I guess in the coming future, it will be like that because the mm-hmm. uh, game itself is very different. You know, the way you work is different, your, uh, your, um, the way you practice, the way you make a strategy in a 5-on-5. Mm-hmm. So, even if you are a good 5-on-5 player, it doesn't mean that you will perform better on a uh, 3x3. And if you're a yeah, 3x3 yeah. player, it doesn't mean that you're going to perform better on 5-on-5. You know, it's a completely yeah, uh, different format. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree that,
0: like, it's, it's such a different game and, um, but also what you, you hit the nail right on the head when you said um, that it is still too early to separate because you know, for example, we see the um, example of Amjot who has really done well on both on both formats. And I think um, as three BL is no, rising no, as 3- no, but,
2: Sorry, uh, sorry, let me stop you right. So Amjot is a very separate case. Amjoth is the way he is, he's is designed to play three X three. I'm sorry, uh, you were saying. Oh okay,
0: okay. No, no, but, but what I mean to say that he has found success in both formats, uh, and and it is uh, it is in, in my opinion it, it it was too early to to put any restriction like this, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Now uh, I, I don't know, like I I won't force you to like you know to sort of give your opinion on this, but but I I honestly feel that this was this wasn't a right move by the BFI at all. I don't think they should have.
2: I mean, you know, you see. Uh, um, I don't know if it's a right or wrong, but uh, what I do know is, uh, if uh, they have thought of something, they probably had some idea behind it. And you know, uh, I guess it might be uh, good for a you know, player, or it might not be.
0: Rohit, I've I, I, I have been following the BFI for a long time.
2: There's very
0: rarely good ideas behind things. <laughs> 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 but anyways, uh, so... I, I, I was curious about one thing. You, you've had so much experience playing 3-on-3, three three, right? And now you get to be in this chair of an executive as a commissioner. How do you resist the temptation of not putting yourself in one of the teams?
2: You <laughs> have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you been tempted I, I, to play? I, I wanted to play. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I still play. I been mean, uh, as a pickup g- game and all. And, uh, you know, but at the... At this uh you know for now um uh this is my time to actually create some uh some platform for, from from for a younger guys and you know me actually get to uh I'm, you know uh it, it gives me more joy if i see you know i i i am uh giving a kid a dream than rather than me completing a you know like end of the day uh, it, even if you in a World Tour final, right? It's like a empty cup. It's like a one championship. After a week, you'll forget. But that's what we are doing. Uh, I feel we can give our dreams to our thousands or millions of guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, I'm, it's it's very tempting, but uh, I think I'm, I'm more happy this way.
1: Excellent stuff. Uh, Rohit, one last thing we wanted to talk to you about is uh, just in terms of potential growth and expansion of your league. Uh, is there a plan for something like a women's league in the works?
2: Yes, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm already uh, planning for this, and we are planning to launch a female league uh, next year itself. Excellent. Wow. We probably going to start with uh, six teams. So we already have a twelve franchisee. In that twelve franchise, we have a six rounds. So there, are like six home teams. On mm-hmm. those six home teams, we we'll just add uh, six uh, women teams. So now mm-hmm. we do a Saturday and Sunday, right? We will just start earlier. We do a women's league, then men's league, stuff like that. Excellent. Same Thank setup, but you know, we will just add, add a women's league too.
1: Excellent stuff. Uh, and uh, Karan and I have spoken about this many a times in the podcast that uh, the women's team, women's players in the in the country, don't nearly get as much uh, opportunity to showcase their talents as much as the men do. It's and true. something like this is going to be a massive step in in that direction to kind of give the women a platform to showcase their skills. And uh, yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, absolutely awesome stuff. Uh, just quickly, uh, wh- what do you think are, is like the biggest lesson that you've learned from organizing um, organizing this tournament this season?
2: Um, biggest lesson? Uh, well, I got to know uh, different states, the way people work on the ground, and uh, you know, from uh, bottoms up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've only read about how people behave in a different part of the area in India but now I actually go to experience it uh, you know we have uh, we've been to all these places and you know after working with them make me realize India has so much potential and plus you know uh, India again is a continent it's not a country absolutely Rohit,
0: where did you have the best meal <laughs>
2: meal Oh, yeah. I'm a Punjabi, so you know where I get my dal, dal makhni.
0: <laughs> that's that. That's that's what I wanted to hear. Are you are, are you non-vegetarian Punjabi? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say butter chicken because that would be my staple, 24/7. No, butter
2: chicken, no. See, butter chicken is good, but uh, i I'm, I'm actually uh, haven't tasted that uh, perfect butter chicken in India yet.
0: Listen, listen, this is. This is
2: where I can give some expertise. Rohit. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Need, okay. Okay. You need to go to Ludhiana and find Ludhiana, which is. Do you guys have, yeah, a, have I, I a? season I know, I in know. Punjab at
2: all? No, we don't. But I, I know which one I'm talking about. It's uh Amans. Louisiana, Amans. Yes, yeah. Amans chicken too. Internationally, oh,
0: it's it's it, it, it's my heart belongs to Amans. I've been trying to get them to sponsor our podcast for about three four years, um, <laughs> but I don't think they uh, they have enough of a social media presence to care about us yet.
2: <laughs> no, No. <laughs> But you know what? you won't believe this, Satnam, Amjot, Palpith, they said the same thing. I went there yeah. with, uh, uh, I have a photograph I'll send it to you. I went with uh, Palpith, Bikram. Please send uh, me this photo, please. Uh, uh, with the, uh, uh, Bikram, Satnam, me, Gary. There's Dude. one for there, guy I forgot. We, we all went there, right? they were like pushing me. They are like, you know, oh, you have to eat this, you have you to have eat that. To. Yeah, yeah. No, I ate Listen. that, but I mean, honestly, it was okay. It was. But I didn't. I mean, honestly, I think that was okay. It's not great. Uh, uh, this is
1: all uh, right. This is a this trailblazing is moment in <laughs> in hoopster history. Sc-
0: this is a scandalous moment.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I feel like current's uh, been current's been broken as a human being. Today. I've been
2: broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but current current yeah. we we come from a restaurant background. My parents come uh, from a uh, restaurant uh, background. The butter chicken which my dad made, no, nobody could beat that. Right. Okay, okay, right. that's fair enough. I think but that changes ghar ka is always, is a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the best place to? So, okay, what's the best place to eat butter chicken in in Japan? Quickly.
2: Oh, that's uh, what my father makes.
0: Okay, <laughs> so he,
2: he owns a restaurant in Japan. Yeah, I mean, we used to have, we used to be a pioneer in Japan. Uh, we used to uh, own like a hundred plus restaurant in all over Japan.
0: So, where would you recommend the next time I'm in Tokyo, uh, like, oh, where do Tokyo.
2: Go? Oh, if you are in Tokyo next time, go to this uh, place called Roppongi. And Roppongi. Yeah, uh, I've been to Roppongi. Yeah. Oh, you've been to Roppongi? Okay, so there's a restaurant called Moti, M-O-T-I. Yeah, okay. yeah. I
0: mean, it's so not, not Moti up- Mahal, just Moti.
2: Yeah, yeah, Moti Mahal, Moti Mahal, yeah. You've okay. been there? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Moti Mahal in India. I don't know
0: if it's the same. Uh... No, it's the same thing, but it's not okay. the same owner.
2: It's not the same okay. owner. But awesome, they call it awesome. MOTI, M-O-T-I. Okay, That's
0: okay. one of the best. Uh, that's... You guys heard that here live and exclusively on Hoop Darshan. Uh, <laughs> Rohit, thank you so much for, for, for joining us, for your time. And like, I'm very encouraged about what you guys are doing with 3BL and the future of 3BL. Um, best of luck for, for, for this weekend in Bangalore and for... Um, and from two weeks from now is the final, final round, right? Where is that? Uh, that that's going to be in Mumbai. Okay. Um, All right, you guys, so follow the 3BL on on social media, find out where they're having their events and go take part. It's a great event and help build basketball in India. Uh, Thank you, Kern.
2: Kern, are you also aware for a world tour that we are organizing in Hyderabad?
0: The world tour is in Hyderabad, so when is that happening?
2: Alright, so, okay. So, as a league, we have a sixth round, right? Uh, Yeah. We have a fifth round in Bangalore this weekend. Sixth round mm-hmm. as a finale we're doing in Mumbai, which is the 25th, 26th of August. And then yep. we're doing world tour. So we'll be bringing a world tour Masters in India for the first time in Hyderabad. Nice. nice. And that's a 22nd, 23rd uh, September.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, uh, we'll we'll keep on following the news on social media and hopefully uh, hopefully, a, a lot of people show up. Hyderabad also has a pretty sort of deep-rooted basketball culture. So I think you'll get a, a lot of fans there for that event.
2: I'm sure. I mean, so far, what I heard is Hi- Hyderabad is the biggest in terms of uh, basketball lovers after uh, Azball. And uh, sorry, and uh, I-, 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 I hope there's going to be a lot of crowd coming in to you know support the league and uh, support the entire World Tour Masters. There's going to be a top ten teams from the world coming in as well. There wow. are four teams which is confirmed. Alvada is also coming to this. Uh, Lehman is confirmed. And uh, you know, one of the top four in the world is, is confirmed to come. And mm-hmm. rest, uh, rest of the eight spots, we got a two spots from three BL. Okay. And okay. Uh, re- and uh, you know, top ten from the world. It's going to awesome. be one of the it's going to be one of the biggest events that we're going to be doing uh, in 2018 for basketball. Oh,
0: huh. excellent stuff. Uh, that's great to hear. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see how this unfolds, and uh, we'll cover it here uh, from our end as well. Thank you Rohit for giving us the time, for giving us all this expertise and uh, hope to catch you again in the future.
2: Thanks Rohit, good luck. Thank you, thank you Karan. Good luck, thank you. Right.
0: Bye-bye. So I want to thank Rohit Bakshi for joining us on episode 67 of Fugtarshin. Um And Kaushik, before we sort of close out this episode, you know, we have to sort of address uh, NBA issues as always, you know, this is, this is a time to freestyle. Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. Uh, it is possibly like the quietest time in the NBA right now. So uh, there's only like. You mean it's the
0: Kawhi time, right? Is is the Kawhiest time?
1: Ah, uh, well played, well played. <laughs> I don't know if you thought about that before or it just came. No, no, us no. <laughs> I, I
0: I just I just have a beautiful mind. You it. do. You absolutely do. <laughs> uh, all
1: right, let's hear it. What are your thoughts on the Kawhi trade? Who's the winner? Who's the loser?
0: Um, yeah, we didn't talk about this, right? Like, I, I think the our last episode. The, the Kawhi trade happened just like a few days after. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's so inconsiderate of the, the Spurs to not wait for us, you know. I know, right? Or at least do it at a at a good time for us. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I uh, I was uh, surprised that that the Raptors even emerged as contenders for Kawhi. That's pretty crazy, <laughs> right? Um, uh, if healthy, this is the this is the, the you know such an asterisk trade. I think all trades are asterisk trades, but this is one of the m- you know, biggest asterisks trades <laughs> In a while uh, If healthy, I think this is a great move for the Raptors I really like it I think um, I know it's a one-year play And if he if he leaves, he's probably I think he wants to leave But but the Raptors have been trying to rebuild for a long time And, and, and why not take Sort of roll the die, take the risk If he leaves, then they'll have cap space And, and they can sort of Do the formal rebuild mm-hmm. um, I feel bad for DeRozan You know it is a business. They should have told him, like all this news coming out after the trade that they sort of blindsided him, didn't tell him clearly. That that's pretty horrible, um, especially considering that like uh, that that the franchise and the player had a really good relationship. He is the greatest Raptor ever. Um, but I really like it for the the Raptors if Kawhi is healthy, and the Spurs. I, I like it for the Spurs too. This is a really solid trade for for somebody who wanted to leave anyways. For somebody that they were afraid was going to leave for nothing, they got back uh, an all-star player, and uh, between him and Lamarcus Aldridge, they're going to take 10,000 mid-range shots. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's like a it's like the best possible scenario given the circumstances. So uh, obviously Kawhi by himself is like a top five player, and if it was a purely like player valuation sort of trade he should net more than just, like, uh, DeRozan and Pertle. But, obviously, because of his, like, one-year contract and injury um, doubts and stuff like that, um, Spurs kind of had to settle for what what's the market value and not really what the player value well, is.
0: And they had to give up Danny Green, too. I think I think if Kawhi by himself... Mm-hmm. DeRozan and, and portal for a healthy Kawhi sounds fair-ish, I think. But, uh, yeah... Th- I, I have a lot of sports fan friends who were mm-hmm. who were sad that Danny Green had to leave too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But but you're right about the Spurs. Like they've got uh, they've got a really solid player in DeRozan, and you know that system. Like they just yeah. find out a way to maximize everybody's talent. So even if it's ten thousand mid range jumpers, that'll be ten thousand mid
0: range jumpers better than the rest of the league can do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and DeRozan has like people have always criticized him for shooting the mid range, but it works. He's been really successful. Now, I know in the playoffs, our memory is the most recent Mm -hmm. playoff loss. But he actually had an incredible season. Um, I feel bad, that though, that he thought he he would finally get one year without LeBron in this conference. Too bad, (laughs) Damar. Too bad. I bet the Lakers are going to beat the Spurs in the playoffs now. I think it's just (laughs) lining up to that. It's lining up to a... The Spurs will finish a couple of spots higher. But LeBron will... (laughs) I'll beat DeRozan.
1: I'm, I'm always ready for uh, Lakers <laughs> beating the Spurs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think I, uh, to sum it up, I, I like it for Toronto as well. Like you said, it's a it's a one-year sort of flyer. And it kind of, uh, even if they are entering a rebuild phase, it uh, lets them do it on like a, like showing a good face Because they tried, they went all out for it. If it didn't work, it didn't work. If it works, it's like a huge bonus. It's the player of Kawhi's That's stature in Toronto Raptors, like the only way they would get something like that is through trades like this. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, re- I'm interested to see how how this whole situation plays out and whether or not, you know, like how much percentage of uh, true Kawhi potential will we see in, uh, in this season in, in the Raptors? Like, is he is he going to be fit? Is he going to fit in the system? Like, make them, uh, take them to that next level that the, the whole fan base seems to be yearning. It'll, it'll be really interesting, but I, I'm, I'm actually glad that, uh, you know, uh all, all respect to DeRozan, but like a real, real star player has come to the east where it seems like everybody is moving to the West.
0: Yeah, I mean if he is healthy, mm-hmm. he is he's is either one or one A as the best player in the conference now between him and Giannis. Yeah, you know? yeah, easy. Uh, uh but I mean it is a big if he's healthy, like that that is a weird injury to return from. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see any fit problems at all. I actually think he'll be a, a great fit. Uh, but but again, it's about how he does, because he's such an elite defender, in, in my eyes, um, the Kawhi Leonard of um, a season, uh, two seasons ago, so not the last season, obviously, but the season before that, Yeah, I think he he was on his way to becoming the greatest perimeter defender in, in the history of the game, you know? Like, yep. I think of Scottie Pippen, I think of, you know, uh, Jordan to an extent, I think of my main man, Meta World Peace, mm-hmm. but I think Kawhi would have been better than all of them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh it's uh it's a, I, I hope he gets back to full injury because he 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 was my favorite player for a while. Mm-hmm. Um I remember we yeah. used to like man crush on him big time. Yeah, I, I I and I I'm again I'm like you I'm glad that he's in uh that that, that the East have you know it's the, the obviously the, the East lost LeBron. Yeah. So <laughs> there's the, the, a big the, void to fill. There's the a big void. They lost LeBron and they, so basically the, the 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 in the bigger picture uh, they lost LeBron and Demar Derozan, and they got back Kawhi- an injured Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> so it's not. It is a big loss for the East. Yeah. Um, in other big, uh, huge trade news, uh, Dwight Howard now plays for the Washington Wizards. <laughs> you get to see him more <laughs> often now, right? I I I don't. I'm I, I'm <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm actually leaving the country because of Dwight Howard right after he moved there. So uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I'm glad I don't, I don't have to deal with that bullshit. <laughs>
1: Excellent stuff, excellent and stuff. So before we uh, round up this episode, Karan, uh, what's your take on on the LeBron and Donald Trump situation? This is like typically not a politics podcast, but I feel like it has. We have to
0: mention this because it's a basketball thing. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> dude. It's how, how weird is 2018 that like the the, the man who has the the nuclear codes to to kill all of us, basically. Mm-hmm. Is 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 spending his time talking about LeBron James, who, like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, <laughs> and, and and not even after, like, if he had gone after LeBron, um, after LeBron, you know, got swept by the Warriors, mm-hmm. and and made fun of him for that, under, understood? He's gone after LeBron after LeBron has done the single coolest thing that as an athlete has done in, in a long time. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, I actually feel that. Um, and you know me like I've been historically uh a LeBron hater mm-hmm. but but this whole saga is, is is the best PR LeBron could have gotten. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, getting getting hated on by Donald Trump is the best thing for LeBron James. Um and he 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 has his school, he gets to start his life over in LA and and I have a a sneak peek like sort of um not a sneak peek like a sneak uh, inside like theory on why this is happening now is because Dan Gilbert, the Cavs' owner, is Trump's friend, right? Ah, uh, yes,
1: that's uh, right,
0: yeah. And, and, and so while Dan Gilbert employed LeBron, Trump had to keep quiet this whole time because, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, hey, I don't want to jeopardize LeBron's future in Cleveland. But now that Gilbert's been... This is basically the new version of the Comic Sans letter, <laughs> having Trump... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, um,
1: it's just a bit... It's all a bit too 2018.
0: That's all, that's all we can say. Yeah, but um, he's in LA now, and um, it's okay. been it, it's Le- 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 Lebron wins the off season. He's not winning championship rings, but he's he is winning the off season. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And uh, I don't know if you've seen this, current, but like the Lakers have released their new jersey, uh, and uh, the new like, look like the- kind of yeah? throwback to Showtimeish jerseys, and yeah. with Lebron's
0: name and number on it, I think I might be sold. I mean, he it doesn't matter how much of a Kobe stan you were if your team gets LeBron James you you got to be happy about that right absolutely
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: um, what do you feel about the rest I mean I know we talked about this a little bit you know in a previous podcast too but it, it, it really is the, the most like swagadelic uh, squad around LeBron and, and I love the fact that they've been called the meme team yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have Lance and Chauvel and, and recently signed Michael Beasley it's just uh, a lot of personality. I personally really like Rondo there. I know people don't like the the fact that Rondo might be blocking Lon- Lonzo, but I don't think that'll happen. I think Rondo will back him up. Um, w- what are your thoughts? I know we talked about this a little bit, but ha- have you come around to...
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm still the same. I'm excited to see how it plays out. I think there's going to be a lot of entertainment value, whether it's on the court or off the court. We don't know, but uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm just really curious to see how those um, how the kids play with LeBron. Um, we just haven't heard much about like what Ingram and Kuzma and Lonzo are kind of like. It, usually this time of the year, you hear uh, they're they're bulking up or they're like adding shooting to their game and stuff like that. You, yeah just haven't heard anything on that front
0: but it'd be really cool to see Lebron playing uh, taking the floor with those guys um yeah no I agree all, all the same I, I'm actually more than anyone else Brandon Ingram is the one that I think people haven't talked about has been silent about it and I think he could take a big leap playing with Lebron I think Lebron's played with a guy I mean Bosch was a polished version mm-hmm. of Brandon Ingram but um it's been a while since Lebron had a, a really good uh, played like that. Kevin Love just sort of didn't play like that at all in Cleveland, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, really. Should be fun. Should be a lot of fun.
0: Uh, any... I, um, any other teams that you think will surprise will... that you like their moves going into the next season that that we didn't mention at all? You know, any sort of undercurrent teams? Underrated teams? Uh, I'm not... I'm not sure if underrated
1: uh, is, the, is the right word to use but I'm really like interested in how the Rockets will play out because they've kind of taken away a little bit from the identity that made them really really good last year which is like with uh, Ariza gone and Mbaya Mute gone and like they've added Melo, which is kind of like it doesn't Mm. fit with their like switch heavy defense focus sort of thing but in a way it it also adds to their extremely isolation heavy sort of offensive uh, playbook from last year so I'm actually really really keen on seeing how that works and also the added advantage of um Getting to see Mike Antoni and uh, Carmelo Anthony on the same team, I'm sure you have a lot of memories from this, current. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert, Moshik. It's not going to work. I'm yeah. so, like, I,
0: I, everyone seems like It's, it's, it's not going to work. And I love... I've been a mellow stand for years. It's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you're right about the isolation-heavy stan of the Rockets. Mm-hmm. But the reason... But, but both Harden and Chris Paul are very willing passers. They yeah. iso, they iso, 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 iso. And then they find an open three-point shooter. Yeah, Melo will not do that. Melo will take his own shot. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. it's... Yeah, I don't think it's going to... I think the Rockets have taken a step back.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what, like, the odds and stuff like that seem to say as well. it uh, be really, really interesting. But it's just, like, the start of the season is just too too long away. And uh, this is the worst time to be an NBA fan. Like, <laughs> uh, I know we say it's almost become, like, a 12-month sport, but it, it really isn't. Um, and, I, and I get it, like the players need rest and
0: everything. But who's going to
1: cater to the fans? Like we are, we are exactly. basketball hungry all the time.
0: We are so spoiled now that like <laughs> the, the, the one month we get without like mainstream news or rumors is yeah. is, is like we're um, uh Yeah, I think uh, we're still a long way away. I, I hope there's some, you know, there's some scandalous stuff. I think the most interesting thing that happened was the news of of Tristan Thompson pun- punching Draymond Green. Um, <laughs> That was the highlight. That was the other highlight. And well, by the way, this is why people are talking about LeBron and Trump because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, All right. yeah,
1: uh, that, uh, that brings us to the end of uh, part three of, of Hoop Darshan. Uh, as always, thanks so much for listening to us. Thanks for following us on different social media platforms. Uh, if you still need to know where we are on, on the different social media platforms, you can find us on Twitter. Karan is at Hoopistani and at Karan Madhokwan. I am at underscore Kaushik7 and the podcast is at HoopTarshan. We're also available on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean uh, and, and a bunch of other places. We are like LeBron James in uh, today's media. Just just everybody, they can't stop speaking about us. That's not true. But uh, <laughs> 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 but it's nice to feel like this. In <laughs> um, all right, Karan, thanks so much and until next time, Hashtag India Basketball